Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, turn up the AC. What does that mean, though? Hot or cold? We'll talk about Paul Rudd, Cameron Diaz being a drug mule, and a mental age test that we'll take, plus a whole lot more. Don't forget to follow, leave us a review, and some stars. And please follow us on Facebook as well. Just search for Amy and Brandon the Roadhouse. And don't forget our shenanigans on TikTok. Follow that as well. Just search for The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Okay, I've always thought, like I used to be an EMT for a little while, and I and I wanted to go further with it. I mostly just wanted to become like a firefighter. I didn't really want to have much to do with the medical side of it. You know, I wanted to know the basics. I didn't want to do an IV or have to push drugs or, or have that kind of responsibility, but I'll help the guy out, you know, or gal, whoever. And uh, But now I might be rethinking my career and because <laughs> Gravity Industries has been testing a jet suit that the Great North Air Ambulance Services, the GNAAS, uh, took on its Madden voyage two years ago. So uh, what they're thinking is like paramedics who have to fly into a certain maybe remote area. Uh, they'll be able to land like if somebody's stuck on a cliff somewhere or whatever. They could jet pack down. <laughs> and help them out we're talking real life iron man all right but as a paramedic you know what i mean how freaking cool would that be let's picture this you're you fell you fell down a little cliff you got a broken leg all right it sucks you got to get out of there but nobody can even get to you because why you you went off into some remote area but out of nowhere from the skies above what is that is it a plane (laughs) is it a bird no 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 it's a jet pack paramedic. <laughs> and, then, and then he comes and lands next to you, gives you the aid you need, and could possibly get you to an area where then life flight can come, and which is also cool, and take you away. But not as cool anymore. All of a sudden, the people with life flights like, yeah, dude, you just have a helicopter. Like, that's it. Everybody does that. You know, who has a jet pack? How cool is that? How long until Pennington County Search and Rescue gets a jetpack? That's what I want to know. I'll be signing up for the classes. So, uh, is it just me or when you have chip dip? I mean, the dip is good. Could be cheese, you know, queso. Could be like the French onion dip. Uh, Could be, you know, whatever that dip is that you use with your vegetables. You know, when somebody brings in a veggie tray, it's the only thing that makes the vegetables edible. Um... (laughs) But you you have that dip. There's I mean there's a bazillion dips. What is it? Crack dip. It's like you know shredded cheese mixed up with other things. Salsa, whatnot. Salsa's a dip. You know what I mean? Like, but the whole point of eating all them dips is to eat them with the chip or the cracker or the the the, the you make the vegetable taste good. But now they're saying this: more than six in ten Americans are not ashamed of eating dip with a spoon. Straight from the container, they did a survey of 2,000 adults and find that 63% have no qualms about eating their favorite spread straight out of the package. (laughs) Yeah, which, I mean, I guess I've always fantasized about it. I've just never done it. You know what I mean? Like, I've never, like, scooped a a spoon into the queso dip and then just ate it. I've always put it on, I might excessively put it on a chip, 
You know what I mean? But I've also licked dip off of a chip because it was my last chip. And it was like my only way to get the salsa or the dip in my mouth. But hey, you know what I mean? I've never personally just spooned out bean dip. I don't like bean dip at all. Like, no. Gross. It has to be super spicy. But let me know. Like, do you honestly do that? Do you (laughs) grab dip, just eat it like ice cream? You know what I mean? Or... You just grab a spoon and sit down and, like, this is my life now. I'm just going to eat dip out of the jar <laughs> in my fantasies. So over the weekend, I uh, went to my daughter's state softball tournament. And while we're in Sioux Falls, uh, my wife has never been to the zoo there, I guess. And I think I went when I was 10, you know. And, and it was like, we're at the tournament. There's a long break because we'd lost our game on Saturday. So we had the rest of the day off. And it's hot, dude. It was so hot and humid over in Sioux Falls. Like, I'm not used to it, right? So you get out of the car, and I felt like I could run my hand down my arm and, like, whisk away water. Like, it was so wet. And so uh, I'm not about walking around the zoo. I'm sorry. I just wasn't. I wasn't into it. The wife's like, we got to go to the zoo. And I'm like, we're we're full-fledged adults, you know? We don't have the kids with us, all right? Like, they're with their mom. Why do we got to go to the zoo? Can we borrow some little kids to take to the zoo or something? Why are we? I, we're, I don't want to go to the zoo, is what I kept saying. You know, like a little kid. I'm like a child. I didn't want to go to the zoo. So we went to the zoo because my wife said we needed to go to the zoo. And, you know, happy wife, happy life. So we go to the zoo and... It was fun. I'm not going to lie. I had fun. And it was really hard for me to admit that I didn't want to go. And it was actually pretty cool. The monkeys were out. It was hot and humid, dude. I was sweating walking around. No joke. We put on probably felt like 15, 20 miles. Maybe even it was really just one mile. But the monkeys were out in full force. We got to see the bears, the zebra. We got to see the, 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 the what are the things with the long, the giraffes, the long neck. And we got to see, like, everything. It was super cool. Even the lion, uh, different kinds of bears. Uh, the, the only thing, there was a couple things that weren't out. I assume it's seasonal. Like, I didn't see any pink flamingos. You would have thought this would have been their weather, but I didn't see any. Um, <laughs> but we did see was goose and buffalo. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> neat. <laughs> seen those no but for the most part super cool zoo if you ever get a chance uh i'm sure we've all been to the zoo in sioux falls but it's about right it's not huge it's not tiny but it is it is fun the animals are there you even get to go walk around with the kangaroos like i'm like what what if one of them come up on me and i gotta box one of them i've seen this in the movies you know, you've seen that little video where that guy, the kangaroo's attacking his dog, so he walks up and he squares off with it, pops him one, and the kangaroo bounces away. That's what I'm envisioning, this kangaroo trying to get fresh with my girl, right? So I'm like, uh, i got to pretend like I'm in the club, and I pop, got to get him one. No, it wasn't like that at all. Kangaroos didn't even come near us. It was still cool. But I did find out a fun fact. My son's name is Tucker, and it said, learn Australian words, food, and you flip it up, and it's Tucker. <laughs> explains everything. So we went to my daughter's game in Sioux Falls State Softball Tournament. And for anybody out there, it's fun to go to tournaments. Your kid's in any sport, whether it be basketball, lacrosse, baseball, whatever. In my case, it's softball for my daughter. 
Also, the other cool thing is when you go to state, you know, all the teams from South Dakota go there, obviously. It's all South Dakota. So a lot of teams from right. We have a really big softball uh family big what uh, organization you would say here in rapid city so a lot of us are in sioux falls a lot it was cool different age divisions different whatever right but a lot of them in the same division as my daughter now what i love to see is the battle that you see from these youth these girls in my in this story in this situation you get to see the drama how how much they push themselves, how hard they work. And you see it in every team. I'm only going to share my story, but every team went through the exact same similar situation, right? So it's like this, all right? So the game started at 8 a.m. on Friday. So if you think about it, a lot of these girls had to travel over on Thursday or leave ridiculously early on Friday. My daughter's game was at 10 a.m., uh, there was a Rapid City team that played a team a game earlier than us at 8 a.m. So, I mean, they had to come from out of town. Most teams do. And uh, so you drive in out of town. You got to play. You're in, in your unfamiliar territory, sleeping in hotels, you know, things like that. And uh, the other way this tournament works is if you lose two games, you go home. That's it. You can play your first two games, lose them, and go home. And it's kind of luck of the draw, you know. So fortunately for my daughter's team, they even they went in with some injuries. A couple of key players were battling injuries, but were able to kind of play uh, part time and stuff like that. Now they go into this tournament and they win the first two games, and then the third game on Saturday. So they played at ten, and then I think they played at like six in the afternoon on Friday, and then Saturday they come back and they lose that game. So they get thrown into what's called the losers bracket. They lose one more game and they go home. All right, so I get thrown in the loser bracket with some other teams that have lost also. So we played 8 a.m. Sunday morning, yesterday morning, 8 a.m., bright and early, against a Rapid City team, and it was a good game. Back and forth and back and forth, but our team ended up on top. We won that game. We have to go on to the next game right away, and it's against a Rapid City team. Also a good team. Back and forth. They're ahead. We're ahead. This is where I got in an altercation with a dad, and uh, it, it gets kind of crazy. Now, l- stay tuned, because the end of this game came down to, like, what you would only see in movies. It was the coolest thing ever, and it was fractions, fractions of an inch, a bobble, a, a, a grab. A, a, the, the end of this game came down to a judgment call on a ref. It came down to a play that was nobody made mistakes. It was absolutely amazing how this game ended, and I and I can't wait to share it with you, so stick around. So we're talking about my daughter's state softball tournament in Sioux Falls. Amazing. You know, they did a really good job. I should say that. Hats off to the State Softball Association, for, but they do a pretty good job. Most of the umps <laughs> were pretty good. Uh, some of them could use a class or two because everybody's strike zone's different. And, and I wish that they would just get a little bit closer. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you don't need to move it. You know, like, let's, let's practice this. Let's talk some good constructive criticism back. You know, that's all I'm saying. But anyways, it wasn't too bad for the most part. It was great. And uh, so we end up second game uh, against a Rapid City team. Great team. And if we win this game, we move on in the tournament. If you lose, you go home. So this is a huge deal. This is big to both teams, every team. And again, every team has gone through quite a bit of, you know, it's it's hard. These tournaments are tough. I mean, these girls, a lot of these girls are 
three, four, five games in on this point into the tournament. And, uh, you know, we were we had played two on Friday, one on Saturday, and here we sit on Sunday, you know, onto our second game already, and it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Both teams extremely, you know, tired. They've worked all weekend. They're away from home, and they're playing. It's back and forth. It comes down to this last play. It was like straight out of a movie, a just awesome kind of a – you couldn't have laid this out better in a movie. And, and I had the best seat in the house. I was sitting right behind the backstop. I had almost as good of a seat as the ump. Like, it was right, right there, dude. It was awesome. So, we had one. We're home team. Last inning. Time is up. So, if we get out, we go into an extra inning. If we score a run, game's over. We have a runner, one of our fastest girls, sitting on second. All right? Somebody gets up, puts it to the fence. And, and she just, she puts it to her mind. It's to the fence. I can make it home. Well, what she doesn't know, <laughs> no, she knew this, but the other team's good. They're really good. So she's rounding third. Coach is saying stop, and she just keeps on trucking. She didn't have brakes. You know what I mean? She keeps on trucking and heads for home. Like I said, the other team is really good. So here comes the throw into home. At the exact same time, the ball is hitting the catcher that is in the perfect position. And so is our player sliding in right between her legs. Right into home plate. Here's a catcher with the ball. Here's our player sliding into home. Umpire's got to make a call. He says, safe. Safe. We win the game. Everybody's freaking out oh, for good reason on our side, for bad reason on their side. Right? And one of the dads is like, what? You know, he's mad. A couple of the dads were mad, like real mad. And I'm like, she was safe. I probably should have just kept my mouth shut. You know, because there's no reason for me to say anything. It's not going to change. I'm not an ump. The guy that's mad, the dad that's mad, he's not an ump either. He's just caught up in the moment. And that's where I didn't really get in an altercation with this guy. That's where it's like, hats off. How passionate are you for and proud of your children are you to get that upset and, and to be that excited on my end? Is awesome. That's the proud part about these softball games, lacrosse, baseball, doesn't matter, dude. It came down to that play. Nobody did anything wrong. It was just crazy. The reason she was safe, what I seen in my perfect seat, was that that ball came and that catcher was bobbling for the ball as she slid into home. But literally, the difference was if if she wouldn't have bobbled or made the motion of bobbling, my opinion, then she would have been out. We would have went into another inning, and the other team could have won. They were scoring runs. Like, it was, it was back and forth. It's wild. That's why I love youth sports. Love it. And congratulations to all the Rapid City teams, how well you did. Absolutely amazing in every division. A lot of us came home with some hardware. I mean, whether it be first, second, or third in different divisions, way to go. When I was younger, I had to deal with a little bit of bullying. Uh, It wasn't too bad. And I remember getting some advice from my father that was like, you could either, you got two choices. I mean, you had probably more than that, but he's like, you could either laugh with them and eventually they'll quit bullying you, you know, quit teasing you. At the time, they were kind of teasing me about my weight. It's like the low man on the totem pole. And uh, they were teasing me about uh, something else I don't even remember. And uh, and he's like, you could either laugh with them or you could fight them until they quit. <laughs> well, I chose both options, but uh, the one that worked the best was laughing at them. You know, laughing with them, rather. Not at them, but with them. Hey, man, you're fat. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're not breaking new ground here. I know I am. And, uh, you know, eventually they either became my friend or just quit picking on me. Nobody cared anymore. They're like, it doesn't phase them. So that's my advice to you. The other advice I have is, is, is if you are the bully and you probably don't even know it because I, life goes full circle. I became a bully and I didn't even realize it. Now I'm going to tell you the rest of that story in a second, but what Paul Rudd did was simply amazing. So a 12 year old boy down in Colorado came home from school at the end of the year and his mom shared this on Facebook, said, my poor son doesn't even seem to, to get any better. She wrote two teachers and a total of two students wrote in his yearbook, despite him going around and asking everybody else to sign his yearbook. Everybody refused. And he was really heartbroken about it. He was upset. Naturally. You know what I mean? It's the end. He's 12. You know what I mean? It's it's middle school. It's tough. And all of a sudden, nobody wants to sign your yearbook. It's very frustrating. So Paul Rudd seen this post somehow and uh, decided to reach out. The 53-year-old Ant-Man, hold up, Paul Rudd is 53, but the 53-year-old Ant-Man reached out to him, giving him a signed Ant-Man helmet and a letter that that said simply, it's important to remember that even when life is tough, that things get better. Um, there are so many people that love you and think you're the coolest kid there is, and me being one of them. How cool is that? I mean, that totally, here's a kid that's going into summer defeated, bummed, and and Paul Rudd totally changed his summer. How many people out there have a signed helmet from Ant-Man, especially at 12? Nobody. Nobody I know. Especially that 12-year-old, probably nobody. Now back to what I was saying about me becoming the bully. I became a bully in high school, and I didn't even realize it. A lot of people don't realize that they're kind of bullying. You know what I mean? It's not their intentions, but they don't realize how much of a bully they're being. Like in this kid's situation, how many kids were like, oh, I'm not going to sign his yearbook because it's the cool thing to do or because so-and-so's not signing it or it's kind of a joke. Ha ha. We're just laughing about it. It's funny. But do you realize that kid might not realize the joke? He might not understand the punchline. This happens a lot at work. When you get older, this happens a lot at college. You know what I mean? People think it's a cool thing to do to to hate on or to to make fun of somebody. And I did this, man. I picked on a kid. I used to flick his ears. I would joke with him. And I thought he knew that we were friends and we were joking. Till one day he flipped out on me and just about attacked me. Like he thought he was at his wit's end. Who knows how many times this kid went home, was so upset and mad. Who knows what his thoughts were? Who knows? He could have ended his own life all because I thought we were joking. Thankfully, he didn't. Thankfully, that day when he flipped out on me and we almost fought, and I didn't want to fight, and I was like, dude, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on, man? We came to a conclusion that I never really told him that I liked him, and he was a good friend of mine. I just picked on him like I would do a buddy. Problem was, we never had that conversation that he was my buddy. He had no clue. Man, things could have totally turned out differently. So if you think you might be a bully, if you think you are getting bullied, really make sure, build that relationship, understand it, either laugh with them and don't let it bother you if you're getting bullied, or if you're the one that you think you might be the bully, communicate, let them know. You don't mean it like that. And if you do, I hope Ant-Man comes and gets you. Brandon, I read this morning that they pulled 2,000 millennial parents 
Okay. And only half of them knew the words to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Which it's kind of an older jam, you know? Your band obviously doesn't play this song. No. So I would like to put you to the test to see if you know these words. Okay. Just just five, six, seven, eight. Let's hear it. Let's see if you know the words. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Up above the sky so bright. Smiling yep. something in the sky. <laughs> I twinkle, can't believe you don't know the words. little star. I mean, do you really have to know the words? No, but I mean, you should. Well, why? But it's a why? Classic. Yeah, it's a classic. What about Baba Black Sheep? Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. Isn't that it? What comes after that? There's more. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. One for the somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know it either. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So make fun of me. What about row, row, row your boat? Row, row, row your boat gently down a stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. That's literally the whole song. Yeah. That's a good job. I like those. Okay, finally, rock by baby. Rock a bye, baby, in a treetop. When the wind blows, wherever. Something like that. I can't believe you don't know that. <laughs> what What about... um? You need Amy. to get the band together and work on these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about Amy and Douglas sitting in a tree? K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby in the baby carriage. Remember that, Jam? Yeah, but that's... That's not a true story, because oh. I don't have a baby carriage. What about the U-G-L-Y? You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. What? What? You ugly. Remember that, Jim? Well, that's not nice. <laughs> Those aren't songs towards you. They're just nursery rhymes. Those are not nursery rhymes. <laughs> what kind of nursery did you go to? <laughs> you grew up in the ghetto, obviously. The valley. The valley rat. Anyways, you fail. Goodbye. <laughs> so, but why? How do people not know these songs? Because they're like you. They're millennials. <laughs> Do you know them? Let's go. Jam it out. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Let's go. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high. Like a diamond in the sky. Blah, 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 blah. There you go. You don't know it either. <laughs> we just put Brandon and I to the test with the old nursery rhymes, and we both failed. <laughs> we did not know all the words, did we? I, I felt good. Like, I could make it through a nursery rhyme, but not the correct ones. I mean, fake it till you make it. Yep. Well, I think parents should probably know the words to nursery rhymes. And that happens to be the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today. Top five things every new parent should know. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five. Nobody cares when your baby makes a poopy. (laughs) Number four. You'll need to be able to complete an eight-hour workday during a half-hour nap. Number three, it'll take at least a week to install the car seat. Or, number two, a year to collapse that stroller. True story. (laughs) And finally, number one, top five things every new parent should know. Take a selfie now so you'll always know what you look like when you still had hope. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. We just learned from Uncle Bob that Cameron Diaz believes she was once used as a drug mule back in the 90s. 
on our way to Morocco. <laughs> Crazy. I got like one job, but really I think I was like a mule carrying <laughs> drugs to Morocco. I swear <laughs> to God. And they gave me a suitcase that was locked that had my costumes in it. And when I got there, the guy was like, whose suitcase is this? Can somebody open it? This is really unsafe. I was like, I don't know. It's not mine. I don't, I have no idea whose it is. <laughs> that was my only job I ever got in Paris. So in the story, she doesn't mention it in that clip, but when she got to the airport, they asked her if it belonged to her and she didn't claim it because she wasn't sure what was in it. She was told it was her costumes. Well, it's just, she so was she scared. told him it wasn't her suitcase. But what if she would have opened it? Where would Cameron Diaz be at today? Wow. That's wild. I mean, one, it's wild she got away with it. Two, yeah, exactly. What if she opened it and got busted? She, you know, we never, she might not be in, you know, something about Mary, which is one of my I favorite know. movies. <laughs> she could be just getting out of prison today. Yeah, she'd be, and we wouldn't know. We would just know her as some hot prison chick with face tattoos. <laughs> or maybe she would open the suitcase and it could be full of jelly beans or something. You don't know. Maybe she's the reason orange is the new black was a thing. Maybe. She does kind of look like the girl from the show. Yeah, maybe she did get in trouble and orange is the new black is really just a show about her. Wow. Wow. We unlocked it. All right, we're back, and apparently Brandon's already talked about this. Yeah. Eating dip with a spoon. Yeah, I've never done it. Fantasized about it, but I've never done it. How have you never done it, Brandon? Embrace your fantasy. I should. <laughs> I do this all the time, especially with hummus. Ugh. I just eat it straight up. So gross. Hummus. How is that gross? Hummus is gross. If I was going to eat a dip with a spoon, it would not be hummus. You do not like hummus. Are you kidding me? No, it tastes like dirt. Wow. I'm going to serve hummus at your funeral. Do it. I don't care. I won't be eating it. So what do I care? What about like spinach artichoke dip? Yeah, that goes well with uh, bread or chips. You would need it with a spoon. No. Wow. Queso? Oh, yeah. I put that on my cereal. I love queso. Would you eat that with a spoon? I would, actually. That's what I fantasize about, is just spooning it like soup. Now, now here's the real question. This this is going to tell me if you're cool or not. What? Would you eat guacamole with a spoon? I would never eat guacamole with anything. Get out of town. I hate guacamole. How are you, my friend? Guacamole's gross. How is guacamole gross? So is an avocado. There is not enough guacamole in this world for me. Yeah. No. You can have all mine. Now, I have seen you eat salsa straight. Yeah, I will. I'll shoot some salsa straight out the jar, but not necessarily with a spoon, but I'll just drink it. Because our little coffee shop downstairs, sometimes we get those egg muffins. Yeah. And you eat the leftover salsa. I've seen you do it. Well, yeah, it's just veggies, you know, ground up. It's good for you. Yeah, so... I just caught you in the light, Brandon. You're right. I suppose I have. I guess when I think about it, I wasn't thinking salsa. For some reason, my mind goes to like spinach artichoke dip. It goes to French onion dip. It goes to the queso. It goes to the those kind of dips, the bean dip. I hate bean dip too, you know? Would you French onion dip a spoon? (laughs) I would actually, yeah. Yeah, I totally would. That'd be great. 
I mean, I, I think I've done it. You just just making the dip. I think I've you know you got to taste it. I was just gonna say that. I think maybe I have done this, but inadvertently. You know where you're like stirring up the dip, and then you're like, well, I got to clean this spoon off, and so you just lick off the spoon. I mean, I didn't like take a spoonful, but I guess I licked the spoon off. Maybe I, maybe I have lived my fantasy. I just didn't realize it. You were unconsciously living your fantasy. Wow, I am. Fifty Shades of Dip. You need to build a dip room of pain now. We got to settle an argument here, Brandon. Yeah? We we posted this question on our Facebook. If someone asks you to turn the air conditioning up, what do they mean? Do they want the room cooler or warmer? It's a split argument here. Hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I, I think I know the answer to this, or at least I know what I believe when when you talk about this. But it's similar, like, have you ever been with somebody who you ask them a question and they answer it like, yeah, but their real answer is no? You know what I mean? Like, so you didn't want to do that? Yeah. You're like, wait, no, you did or you didn't? What? What's going on? <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like, when you walk into a room, you're like, whew, it's hot in here. Can you turn the AC up? Because you want the temperature down. <laughs> Man, it's confusing. That is very confusing. We need we need to fix this by saying, can you make it cooler in here? Yeah, I mean that's make one. Make it warmer in here. But it's it's like how do you? I still think my habit, the way I grew up, is turn that AC up. You know what I mean? Because you're you're taking the AC part of it and you're turning its effects up, right? Like the the effect of the AC. Turn that up. I need it to be cooler in here, right? Yeah. See, being out of and recovering from surgery, I start to notice these little things. Yeah, and uh, I think I could, I think I could help the world a little bit by solving this. Yeah, maybe. I I did notice another thing oh. when you're in a car. Here's another weird question. Okay. Can you roll the window down? We don't roll windows down anymore. We push the button. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. We don't. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I actually rolled a window down with a crank. But what are Gen Zers saying? Can you open the window? What are they saying? I don't know. I mean, what else do you say if you don't say roll the window down? What are you supposed to say? Place that window below or <laughs> lower that window. I don't know. I think my son, he's six and he says, can I roll the window down? Well, yeah, because he learned that from you, though. But technically, yeah. I mean, I know we're pushing a button, but we're still pushing a button that tells the motor to crank the window down, to roll it down. The motor's, you know, just doing the work, but it's the same concept as it was before. Yeah. So But here's here's the big question. Okay. When you're in a car and and you want to cool off, do you say roll the window down cuz it's flipping hot out there? I mean, that's a good example. When you're in the car and you're hot, you don't roll the windows down. <laughs> you don't open the windows. Whatever you say. So frustrating. But but what you do is you turn the AC up, right? The fan, you turn it up. Yeah? You lower the temperature. I don't know what to say. You guys, you know I've been planning this surgery for a long time, right? Yeah. Mm. So I had this big plan of this tranquil, relaxing, two-week healing process, right? Okay. Where I would lay with my heating pad, maybe go sit out on the back deck and listen to the birds. Do you think any of that happened? 
Nope. <laughs> no, it didn't. The day I got home from the hospital was very peaceful. But then later that day, my husband came home not feeling well, took a COVID test, came up positive. Oh, poor guy. So that means husband is sick, and now it's all about him. Nobody can help me. Nobody can come over to the house and help me. And my son cannot leave the house either. So now we have a six-year-old bored kid running around the house nonstop. Make, you know how boys are, too, when they play. You know, it's like, <laughs> crying because they fall and hurt themselves. Yeah. So does that sound peaceful to you? Oh, I thought you were talking about Douglas there. No, you're talking about Michael. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, I will say this, though. The man flu is a real thing. Amy, in COVID plus man flu, it's tough. I feel for Douglas. No, I just had an organ removed from my body, but he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I was, I just wanted to kill him. Well, you having that organ removed has one tenth of how you feel or how Douglas feels as the man flu. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so bad. <laughs> so uh. now he's finally back at work. Michael can now go back to his day program that he goes to. Mm. And now I can have some peace. But That's hey, good. maybe all the noise and the hustle and bustle uh, kept you distracted. Yeah. Maybe made time go by quicker. Well, I didn't get the rest that I wanted. Yeah, but you also didn't have to sit and think about pain, healing, what just happened. You know what I mean? You were, you were all caught up in taking care of your family, pulling the mom duties like you do. And next thing you know, a week went by, and you're, like, almost better, you know? Okay. So you got to take the good with the bad. So you're on their side. No, I'm not on their side. I'm trying to look at the positive side. (laughs) No, I'm just messing with you. But I will say this. No, it really wasn't that bad. I just thought it was a funny story. You can't take away, Amy, from the man flu. That's a real thing, you know? I hate the man flu. And women barely know what it feels like if you have a major surgery like you just had. Childbirth yeah. gets close, but not even close to the man flu. <laughs> and, you know, things like that. Like, women don't know what it's like being a man, you know? I know what it's like to be around one, and that's kind of like the man flu itself. <laughs> so there were a lot of hotties back in the early 2000s. Like Mario Lopez, Justin mm. Timberlake, yeah. Usher and his abs. You Get remember at- that? Yes. Yeah. Barely. I was pretty young. Does it bring back memories? Dylan, what year were you born? Oh, one, two thousand. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. just, that makes me want to puke. Uh, some people graduated high school in two thousand. That's right. Wow. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Well, some of the top hotties were like Justin Timberlake. See, I don't think he's hot. Yeah, he is. But I did then. He's so hot, and look at his wife. Look what he got. Oh. See, I think she's hot. I don't think he is. I think they're both hot. I want to see their babies. Mario Lopez, he's on this list. He's still hot. He's got hot dimples. Orlando oh. Bloom. Even listening to Mario Lopez talk, he's got just a just a slight accent, and it's like yes. What kind of accent? Like from his like Hispanic or wherever he's from. I don't know, but it's just it's light. You know what I mean? It's there. The way he rolls some of his words and that curly dark hair. Mm. Get at me, Mario. Oh, wow. You know, it's been a few weeks for me, Brandon. You got to be careful what you say. Well, you know, it happens. (laughs) Now, here's one that was hot and always will be The Rock. Oh, yeah. You guys even think he's hot. I know it. (laughs) 
try, baby. Oh, yeah. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, the Rock was, I think he was actually hotter then than now. And only reason is now he's so ripped, his muscles are so big that you're like, bro, settle down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought he was hotter back then when he wasn't so sculpted or whatever. What? His muscles have muscles now. Yeah, like he, he's got more veins than muscles and he's got a lot of muscles. You know what I mean? So I heard a thing back in the day when Arnold Schwarzenegger was building and doing all of his bodybuilding stuff that there was a point in time that his, whatever those muscles are on the side, those ham hocks, or whatever they are on the side of your traps, <laughs> were so big and so were his biceps, he couldn't, you know, tend to his own needs when he went number two, if you know what I mean. What? Yeah. So I wonder, when you look at The Rock and he's built, Oh, you mean like the cleanup part? Yeah, he couldn't wipe his own downtown, you know what I mean? And so his backside, you know, he couldn't go mud bogging with the TP, And it's like... <laughs> He it's so I wonder like is that what the rock is like? Does he got somebody? Does he have a bidet? Because even with a bidet, I feel like there's a little bit of cleanup you gotta do, right? I've never used don't one. Do you still have to dry it? I don't know. Does a little man come out and wash it? Does he have a personal like- TP wiper? Maybe he just sits on a rock. <laughs> I don't know. But all I'm saying is, yes, he's still hot. I think all of those two thousand people are still hot. Do you really? I don't. I do. Like, what about, remember, what was that? What was the dude, he was the quarterback in Varsity Blues. What was that dude's name? Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know who he is. And, yeah, I don't know what his name is either, but he was also on, like, A Tree on a Hill or whatever that is, that show was. One Tree Hill. Oh, was he was on Paul Walker. Show? Oh, no, not Paul Walker. Yeah, Lance Harbor. Paul Walker played Lance Harbor, the original captain and starting oh, quarterback. No, 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 not the original quarterback. No, Paul Walker, obviously, is not still hot because, well, he unfortunately passed away. But at the same token, he would be. But the other guy, the guy that replaced him in the movie was kind of the main act. He Now, Paul Walker, is he still hot? Well, I mean... He's probably hotter than me and he's sitting in a tomb somewhere. But I'm just saying that, no. Sorry, are you talking about the Varsity Blues that came out in 99? Yes. Yes. No, but the quarterback that replaced Paul Walker. Paul Walker went out with a knee injury, and then the guy came in, and the girlfriend come out with the whipped cream bikini. Hello. (laughs) Get at me. The whole point of this is taste buds change. People that were hot, they're not hot today. It was James Vanderbeek. Yeah. The the backup quarterback. Yep. Kind of looks like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, James Vanderbeek is still hot today. Still hot. There's some acceptable toppings for burgers. Bacon, that's good. Always. Delish. Grilled onions. Okay. Yep. Maybe some lettuce. No, thank you. Ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise. Yep. Jalapenos aren't bad. Always. Oh, yeah, really good. I've even had mac and cheese on a burger before. Mm. Oh, and we all know it. that the good stuff knows how to put some good stuff on hamburgers. You they do it. the peanut butter and jelly one. That one's pretty good. I'm up for anything, really, but not this. Some people are now putting hot dogs on their hamburgers, and I think that's really gross. I mean, it's it's unnecessary. Why? Like, why, though? You know what I mean? Why would you put 
You, you eat them separately. You don't put them together. It's weird. Yeah, they're two different meals. I mean, how are they doing it? Are they just laying the hot dog on there and putting the bun on? Or are yes. they like chopping them up and like having them in pieces on top of them? You know what I mean? Mac and cheese. It's gross. It's just a oh. You know, honestly, it probably wouldn't taste that gross, Amy. I mean, realistically I here, I don't think it would taste that bad. However, I don't it'd, like it'd just be weird. On meat. Like, I saw a commercial the other day for this fast food place. And they had a burger with ham on it. It was so gross. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's certain foods that go together. Like, for instance, you can go to Hardee's and pick up the Monster Biscuit, right? And it's got, like, all your necessary meats. It's got ham. It's got sausage. It's got bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what I mean? All on a good biscuit. All on a good biscuit. Oh. So, like, that, that works, though. They blend together. But for some reason, I'm just not, I have to try it. I'm just not seeing a hamburger, maybe even a cheeseburger, doesn't matter, right? With all your favorite fixings, and then you slice a hot dog in half, fold it open, and lay it on top of your hamburger, cheeseburger, and eat it? Yeah. Just seems- they're, even say some, they're even saying some people put two or three hot dogs on their burger. I mean, it's like, okay, hello, obesity. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. <laughs> hello. Hello, how you doing? You know, yeah. Well, I'm a yeah. one meat type person. I only <laughs> like one meat. I don't mind uh, adding more meat in my life, but uh, I don't you know. know. Certain don't meats, know go, certain things go together. Like we all know that burgers go with bacon. You mm-hmm. know, so. that's adding meat. Hot dogs go yeah. with tacos. <laughs> yeah. Even when I have bacon on a burger, I take the bacon off and eat it separately. What? No, you don't. The bacon is extra seasoning. That's sacrilegious. I don't like to mix it. Well, I guess your opinion is just not relevant here then. I kind of want to try this. I kind of want to try this. You know what I could see? Let's say, let's shade this a little bit. You take a bratwurst, like one of them jalapeno brats. Yep. You dice that baby in half, lay it open where you got two halves lengthwise. Okay. You set that on top of your cheeseburger. That might actually be pretty good. Yeah, the spices and the cheese would be... But just a plain, like, hot dog? Eh. But if you got a good beef hot link, I said a beef hot link, yeah, I said like a broth, beef, kielbasa, smoke, oh. hot smoke sausage, cheddar worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, that could work. I think that has more potential than a regular hot dog. Would you try it, Amy? No. I'll watch you guys, though. It's Roadhouse Mailbag Day, and it's Nude Day. Mm-hmm. So we thought we would choose this letter today. Are you going to share the letter yeah, or not? I'll, sh- I'll share it. Yeah, this one's from Leo. He says, hi, guys. I'm writing into you today because I have a situation. My girlfriend has been wearing less and less clothes around the house, and for the past two months, she's been walking around nude. Yes. Ooh. Younger me would have appreciated this. However, it's starting to gross me out. She does it all the time, day and night, and I'm almost positive the neighbors have seen her in the nude a time or two because we leave our shades open. When she's bending over, sometimes it is at the wrong angle, and I see things that aren't very sexy. It's even taking time away from our good bedroom time because I see it all the time now. What should I do? Well, first of all, I have a question. Mm. I would like to ask you a question after Amy. <laughs> okay. A friend of mine wants to know if there's a return address on this letter. You know, I don't think there is. No. Okay. Nope. Nope. Must have been an email. Yeah. Yep. 
I'll go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> drive by. <laughs> drive by their house too often. You guys yeah. remember uh, probably a month or so ago when Brandon had that truck parked out his side of his house? You know? Yeah. Now uh, Brandon's truck's going to be parked outside oh. of their house. Yeah, a little Ooh. paybacks. <laughs> what should he do, Brandon? Man, you know, honestly, I think it just takes a conversation, but, or enjoy it. You know? But, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Or just enjoy it. You know, you've got your girl walking around naked. I could see, I mean, okay, all fun aside, you love to see your girlfriend naked, your significant other naked, but what if friends pop over, family, you know, like some of my family don't knock. They just kind of, they knock and walk in, right? Which yeah. is completely okay, unless your wife is standing around naked, or you're naked, depending on whatever. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, I feel like walking around naked is a late at night thing, maybe from the shower to yeah. your room, you know, something like that. Yeah. But all the time, you the, know, it's the morning tasks. for me Does when it I wake up. Take away from that special moment when you see them naked, like when, you know, it's that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's my take on it, too, is it's a, it's a surprise. Even yeah. though you've seen it, you don't want to see it all the time. You want to wait for that reveal, you want to wait for that moment. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. Uh, the, I sleep naked. But I don't walk around the house naked hmm. unless I'm just all by myself. Then I will. Well, fair enough. Yeah. I think I feel like this went from wow to wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's kind of getting tired. Yeah. Of it. And in a way, I kind of feel bad. Is he saying she's not as attractive as That's she once was? That's what I was going to say. Because bringing this up like, to her he could be picking on her? subject. Like maybe she's gained weight. Maybe they've had kids. You know, like it's a newborn baby situation. If so, then that's messed up, dude. You should take it for what it is I think and you're, accept it. You're making up a story. No, you don't. What, I'm tr- I'm trying to look into this. All like, angles. What's the situation? You okay. know. Well, you got me facing. Maybe I need to come over and check it out. <laughs> See what's going on. Oh, yeah, just make sure he's okay. Help him with their situation. Yeah, let me get a real hands-on look at this. Who nude? Well, what are your thoughts? All right, Roadhouse mailbag today. It's from Leo. And he's complaining that his girlfriend is naked too much. It's taken away from, you know, the the secret surprise in the bedroom. And mm-hmm. he's just getting too used to seeing her naked. And it's not exciting for him anymore, so he doesn't know what to do. So we're going to take some phone calls. I think we have one here we could play. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what I would do is that I would, um, I would say, babe, here, put this on. And I'd give her a Snuggie. You know, the blanket with sleeves. But... Make, you know, when you get a Snuggie, make sure you get the red one. Only wear the red Snuggies because that way you look like you're in a cult. <laughs> is that guy serious? <laughs> too much is too much. It's like bacon. Everybody loves bacon. You eat too much bacon, you can get sick. Might have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> you want what you can't have. Exactly. Exactly. Too much of something good isn't good anymore. Like run around in a in a in a see-through white tank top that kind of teases you a little bit, maybe short shorts or a thong. I mean, at least then it's like you're still fairly naked, you know what I mean, but yeah. you're not naked, naked. Yeah. Let's get know? another female perspective here. Whew. I I don't even know how to answer this cuz I'm the one that walks around the house naked all the time. Uh, well, I guess he could be like, hey, hon, I'm really uh, concerned that, you know, someone would stop by and see you. And I, I just think you're too precious and you're for me. So I'm the only one that wants to see it. And I just don't want anyone else and worried about that. And I have no clue. Oh, my goodness. I Yeah, I'm the one that does this. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. Maybe me and Dylan should go try this out. 
you know, if some girls out there prefer to be naked, me and Dylan can go. We'll see what it's like. You know what I mean? We'll sit around. Maybe maybe it's a good thing yeah, to well, see girls spectate. naked. Spectate. Yep. yep. Help watch her clean, do the dishes or whatever oh, she's yeah. got to do, laundry, folding. We, we got to help this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is he a serious needs, situation. No, in all honesty, he just needs to sit down and tell her. You need to put some clothes on. Yeah. Well, or it, he needs to find somebody but, else. But hold up, though. Be tactful about it, right? Because right. if Douglas walked up to you and said, hey, can you just put some clothes on? <laughs> what, I mean, how are you going to take that? You know what I mean? You're going to immediately think he's knocking your body. You're going to take it as an insult, right? So he's really got to be tactful about this approach. You can't just walk and be like, please put some clothes on. I don't want to see you naked. Like, that ain't going to work. He needs to say, you know, you're beautiful. I love your body. But I, I really don't want other people to see it. I kind of think you need to cover up a little bit. Just a little bit. I think the easy way out on this is to use the neighbor situation. You know, like, hey, I like you walking around like this, but I'm pretty sure the neighbors are starting to see you through the windows every now and, and they're then. Complaining. So, yeah, they're complaining. <laughs> yeah, they're complaining. Nancy next door said her husband won't quit mowing the front yard every day. You know, or something like that. He's still mowing it right now, you know. <laughs> it's down to the dirt. <laughs> He weed eating. He's out there manicuring it. And all he does is actually stare at her house, babe. So you need to put some clothes on. <laughs> if you have a question you'd like help with, just send it on in. Amy or Brandon at the roadhouseam.com. She ate breakfast naked? She didn't even want a nap. <laughs> I've had bedroom naked. I've had walk to the bathroom naked. I have never had living room naked. Oh, it's a scene. It's like you're living in the Playboy Mansion. That is not a word. Do you challenge? No, I do not challenge. <laughs> I'd accuse you of cheating, but I don't know where you'd hide the tiles. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's that time, guys. Time for the Dummy of the Day. We got special guest D-Ray Knight in Studio 4B, along with his... Son, he is not my son. Guy. <laughs> he is he is not my son. And, He's definitely my father. And, we went to uh, Maury and everything. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> by the way, fig leaf is okay for nude day, right? I'm wearing. I I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> modest. I, or or can I go? I, because I was going to change it to full loincloth. Oh, well, if you're going to use the leaf, please get a bigger one. Yeah. Well, Tarzan <laughs> D-Ray. Well, well, Brandon, there is no leaf big enough. <laughs> See, he's definitely my father. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now I can tell. 99.9% you are no. actually his father. Just a not, not even close. Not even close. So, dummy of the day. <laughs> I don't even know how we're going to segue into this one. Noodling. Noodling. Oh. <laughs> you guys know what noodling is? Um, for like what a, we're doing for right a, now? Sounds, no, 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 no. Given your current outfit and you saying noodling, noodling. Sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Noodling is how they catch catfish in the South. Okay. Yeah, yeah you fish. would know this random guy. You're from hands? Arkansas. Yeah. It's the people that, yeah, I think there's been like a Discovery Channel show about this. Well, in Oklahoma, there were two guys, Larry Sanders and Jimmy Knighton, who were noodling on the South Canadian River on July 9th and got into a fight. They got As into a fight. Do. Yeah. Sanders reportedly hit and strangled Knighton, killing him. Wow. wow. Killing him. Some aggressive noodling. Yes, exactly, <laughs> Dylan. Aggressive noodling. But but it had nothing to do with the noodling. When Kitan, when Sanders rather was arrested, the officer said that he appeared to be under the influence of something. And he said his statement was that Mr. Knighton 
had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him, and that's the reason why he had to kill Knighton. It was self-defense. Wow. Don't do meth, people. Because of Knighton's threat to bring Bigfoot. Basically... He's I'm going to summon Bigfoot uh, to come and get you. And he's like, not today. Yeah, and strangles and kills him. Now, initially, Larry was just arrested on an outstanding warrant. Go figure, this guy yep. would have an outstanding warrant. Noodling but, without a license? Yeah, yeah, really. Noodling in the nude. And uh, But later on, they found uh, Jimmy Knighton's body and changed Sand- charged Sanders rather with murder. In the first degree for the. the They found in the river. In the river. Yeah, they found it in the river. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe it had something to do with like Jack Link sausage or 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 some sort of thing, you know, some sort of some sort of beef jerky. Maybe what happened is that Larry was trying to steal Jimmy's beef jerky, and he said, "You can't steal my beef jerky. Bigfoot's gonna come kick your ass," and that's what. (laughs) happened in this. Yeah, and he had to snap into a Slim Jim. He had something, exactly. (laughs) One? Smells of the century in the roadhouse. (laughs) Well, I was at home a lot, doing a lot of social media, lots of shopping. It was like quarantine all over again. Oh, man, that's so fun. (laughs) So you start shopping for things, I like to call it a maison. You start finding things on there that you didn't know you needed. Kind of like when you go to the dollar store. Well, yeah, and you look up one item, and it gives you suggested items. Yes. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh, wait, look at this. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. And I like to have soft skin. Okay. And so I came across this bum bum cream. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's from Brazil, and mm-hmm. they use it on their butts. Yes. It's called bum bum cream. That's how they do that? But now people just love it all over them. All over their bodies. Well, because they're like, look what it did to the Brazilian bum bum. So I was reading through the reviews, and there was nothing but good things to say about it. So I ordered the big tub of it, and I could just put it in the bathtub and lay in there. By big tub, what do you mean? It's, you know. How big of a tub we talking about? Okay, you're making hand gestures, and we're on the radio. All right? (laughs) (laughs) Like a big coffee cup. Like a big coffee cup. Yeah, okay. It was like over $50. And like a dabble, do you? Yeah, and it smells so good. It smells like... It smells like summertime coconuts. Oh, mm. yeah. Can't go wrong with that. It's yes. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Don't you guys smell me? Do I need to put more on? I, can't, I can't smell, smell you, it. but please quit waving. We're naked. It's cool. Just keep your arms down. All right. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I, I think it's nice because I, I bet you that stuff comes in handy for like pregnant women. If they're starting to grow, they don't want to get stretch marks on their belly, you know, whatever, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Bum bum. You put it on your bum bum. It's if called bum bum cream. Yeah. So, get yeah. Get you some dudes dudes you, could use it too or what oh me well so uh, we talked about it last week but i you weren't here but i bought dude wipes and i got some of the scented ones you want to talk about bum bum cream that stuff leave you feeling fresh <laughs> real good there's a theme here mm-hmm. bum, bum bum smell good stuff but i currently smell good because i went to the barber shop the other day and you know how like they use certain oils or whatever they put on you to like shave your cheeks you might not know this, Amy, but they they shave you. In the, there's a certain like the smell. On your face. Yeah, and the there's a certain smell you pick up at a barber shop that's like just so good. I can still smell it today, and I I love it. It's a, it's the reason I go. You know, is that that odor, that smell, that memory. And where did you, when did you do this yesterday? Uh, day before yesterday. Wow, yes. you still yeah. smell it. You yeah. haven't showered then? No, I have. Yeah, that's what's crazy. It's still on me. Wow. 
Maybe it's in my hat or something. I'm not sure, but I can smell it and I like it. It's oh. a good smell. But yeah, what about you, Dylan? You got a good smell? I mean, any bum bum? No, I just, just you're large cologne, and in charge you know? over here. Well, you know, I wanted to ask Amy, so she accused us of stinking it up in here while she was oh, gone. Yeah. You know, so what was your first impressions of the scents when you walked in it this room? It smelled like farts and metal. I was on Facebook. I was on Facebook a lot at home recovering. Yeah. And I was watching my friend Mike's adventure. He was going to a friend. He was going to a friend's funeral. Oh. And he's the type of person that always runs into an adventure, no matter where he's at. Yeah. And he notices everything. Like I wouldn't notice some of the things that he did. Yeah. Like, he took pictures of airplane staff sitting there on their phone for hours. Like how how do you even <laughs> notice that stuff? <laughs> but anyways, he posted this video of him landing in Denver. So we'll play a little clip of it. That is insane, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. So the stewardess is yelling, everybody off, everybody off, don't grab your bags. They put down the inflatable slides. Sweet. Everybody had to jump. He, even, he was videoing the whole time he went down the slide. And everything. Why not? Yeah. We'll have to ask him if we can share the video. Yeah. But it turns out that the brakes caught on fire as they were landing. Oh, my. That's scary. The airplane caught on fire. It's like, it's like I, maybe I want this nightmare. to happen. You know, I've always seen those big slides in the movies, and I want to jump down one. Just yeah, to I say can, I did it. A, is it like a slip and slide, or is it dry? It's dry, Brent. No, that sucks. Yeah, that's a big old aired up poofy one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. Especially if, like today, we're naked. I don't want to slide down it. Sliding down this slide, and you hear him like fumble a little bit. He's like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, it oh, must not hilarious. be too fun. No, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure they're made for safety. Like you're you're gonna lo- you're gonna live, but this is to get you off the plane as quick as possible. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. material isn't like come and do it a bunch of times. It's no, you just get off the plane. This stuff is made to be indestructible. I mean, you got to think if the plane's on fire and you're sliding down the slide, it can't be like plastic like you'd get you know at Toys R Us or something. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? <laughs> I'd like to know if in one of these situations, you know. Uh, if people are more calm, cool, and collected than you think they would be. Because when you're trying to unboard from a plane in a regular situation at the airport, it takes forever. I mean, right. I don't think – it seems like people cannot figure out how to get out of their seats and just kind of get going down the aisle. So would I, you be in there a lot longer? Would people be like, okay, come on, you know, we got to go. Plane's on fire. See, next airplane I'm on, when it's landing, I'm going to be like, I smell smoke! <laughs> just so you can go down the just Yeah, I want to go down that out. slide. <laughs> I think the lavatory's on fire. Did somebody blow that thing up? Someone <laughs> so, left a steamer back there. Yeah, somebody there. just go in the bathroom and light a match. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> get down the slide! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> or what if you, like, lit your little napkin on fire inside your drink cup? Oh, no! Yeah! You know, we better take the slides! <laughs> <laughs> We're back, and now we, we want to complain about some things. Yeah, we do. Let's do it. People are charged for everything now. Yeah, it's dumb. I like... When you buy a car, how they have the OnStar. Because mm-hmm. they, like, if you lock your keys in the car, yeah. they can unlock it. Yep. Or if you're in trouble, somebody's chasing you or whatever, they can help you. Yeah, we sensed you were in an accident. You know, that yeah. could really come in handy. Now they're starting to overdo it a little bit. BMW is now selling subscriptions for heated seats. Whoa. 
It's not in the U.S. yet, but it's in several other countries. It's a monthly subscription to heat your BMW's front seats. Listen to how much this costs. What? $18 with options to subscribe for a year, which is $180. Three years, $300, and unlimited access, $415. So hold on. So by doing this, they're charging you a subscription for heated seats in your car. Yeah. Which means that they can control your heated seats. Yeah. Whether they're on or off. They can shut it off like a cable subscription. Hey, I thought I had HBO. Oh, we're sorry. Here, let's turn that back on. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Exactly. See, I don't like this because that's your vehicle. You bought that car. You own those heated seats. Yeah. Why do you have to pay to turn them on? You got to fill it up with gas and pay taxes and insurance on the car. I mean, the least they could do is just let you use the heated seats that are already with the vehicle. Yeah. If they're there, let me have them. See, this is the this is the beauty of tuners and all those people who are good with computers and cars is. If that happens and that comes out, eventually someone's going to figure we'll out how to it. crack the code. Yeah, but that's just that's just dumb. Do yeah, we have to? What do we need a, a a sunroof subscription next? No kidding. Yeah, your sunroof won't work if you when you hit the button oh, yeah. if you're not you, subscribed. You pick up a car. Car prices go down, right? You order the car. It's hey, it's ten thousand dollars for a brand new car. You're like <laughs> sweet, but do you want anything to work? What do you mean? Oh yeah, monthly. Uh, you're going to need to. It's a dollar a light. Prescription to keep you want to turn your blinkers on? That's two dollars, you know. Uh, your door, uh, come on, Dukes of Hazard. You want to get in your car using the door? Well, guess what? That's 50 bucks a month. But yeah. hey, if you want to listen to your radio, you can just Venmo us 20 dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah, you Venmo us 20 bucks. I'll turn that radio on for an hour. Yeah, and just you know? if, you, if you want to honk at somebody, just put a quarter in on the side. Yeah. yeah, what the heck is up with that? So then you don't really actually own these cars, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like a direct TV, they put a satellite dish on your. You don't own it. You're just renting it. And eventually, if you don't want it anymore, they they come and pick it up, you know? Well, I don't have a problem with subscriptions with cars. Like the mobile Wi-Fi you can get in some of the newer ones. So you have good Wi-Fi or like OnStar and GM vehicles. That's really sweet if you get get in an accident or opening your car doors without your keys, stuff like that. Because, you know, those are things where if you want it, you can pay for it. Yeah, it's extra. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like a service, you know, like Mm -hmm. Netflix. You don't just get to use Netflix because you bought it once. Yeah. You know, you continually use it. It's like paying to turn the heat on. Yeah, exactly. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) We were talking about BMW charging subscriptions to use your heated seats, and that's dumb. Yeah. And then we started talking about things that we already pay for that are dumb. We're just kind of used to it. No, we don't notice. Yeah. Like, like parking. Parking. Parking is, I mean, certain things I get kind of. Like if the parking is nice, right? If you're parking in a really nice covered garage, your car is shaded, uh, no hail damage. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I get Let's pay for that parking. I understand. That you had to build the structure. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just straight up parking, like where ever you know like because you, like, you have a parking lot yeah. i have to pay to park here you know like right. what or on the side of the street like the parking's there you know for the city yeah and wherever Downtown. you go you gotta pay to get in it's not covered everything no. yeah. oh yeah you no know, you gotta pay for everything yeah it's kind of weird it, it, certain things i it's just a way somebody thought of making money right and it's in it's and it sucks like selling you water or air to put in your tires. Or air that makes me so mad when I pull up to a place to put air in my tires and you have to pay for it. And it's so much. Sometimes it's a dollar or 75 cents. See, for I haven't a seen that. Shoddy air compressor. Often. Normally, at like a lot of gas stations, they just have it. I'm so thankful for the ones that do. 
Yeah, free yeah. air is great because first of all, if I got to pay seventy five bucks to turn your air compressor, seventy five cents to pay your air compressor on, then it, it better work right. You know what I mean? Like you get the air chuck out, you go to check air. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, it leaks. Oh, cool. So I'm barely getting any air in this tire. So I've got a flat yeah. tire. I just put seventy five cents in this shoddy yeah. air compressor. You know, thank you. You know, that's just, this is great. What else do we pay for that's dumb that we're used to? Oh, toll roads. Oh, my gosh. Every, don't yeah. even get me started. Every time I'm in Denver with a band and we're cruising around or going through Colorado, I apparently drive on a toll road. And I'm, I even called them. I'm like, what are you talking? What? You guys charge me seven bucks every time I'm down there, and I don't know why. And one time, they even scanned my daughter's license plate. Really? I'm like, first of all, her car won't make it to Denver. So, <laughs> good luck. You know what I mean? I'll see you in court over your $3. You but know what like, else is annoying? Yeah. Like hidden fees. Yeah, yeah. Going to buy concert tickets or something. Oh, yeah. that little hidden fee. Like, oh, it's yeah. 75 bucks a seat. Let's go. Let's get three of them. Should be 225 bucks. No, it's 300 Why? Because there's processing and also dusting the chair fee and, you know. <laughs> Airlines do that, too. Yeah. Oh, ATM fees. Or, or ATM buying cars. fees. They like to slap those hidden fees on there at a dealership. Yeah, yeah they do. Dealerships. That's the first thing. If I'm buying a car, that's the first thing I'm like, I'll buy this car, but you ain't charging me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the price on the the price is what you pay. You know what I mean? Like on the come sticker. on. That's what it is. If you want me to give you fourteen grand for this car, it's fourteen grand, not fourteen and see when I buy a car, whatever the sticker price is, that I'm not paying that. I'm well, paying yeah. something less. But I mean, even getting rid of their docking fees, look, let me go ask the guy at the dock how much he did on this car. You know what I mean? Like, let me go. Oh, there's the cleaning fees. Hey, look, you pay your detail guys an hourly wage. If they got some of this, I'll talk to you about it. You give them a tip? No, you don't. So I ain't paying it. You know Brandon, what, I mean? what if they start charging people to have beards? Are you gonna keep it? Are you gonna pay that fee? You know what? This is. I can't take. I can't get this away. You know what I mean? I can't shave it, sir. I can't be paying you per inch for this facial hair because this is. I was born with this. This is facial hairitis. Well, there's a website, it's called A Real Me, that has a free test you can take to see what your mental age is. It has nothing to do with your IQ. It's all about how mature or immature you are compared to other people your age. Now, when I think about how old I am, 45, it just makes me mad because I'm so young. You're not 45. In my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Liar. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so us three, we went to Real Me and we took the age test. Yeah, we did. Who's going to reveal first? You, ladies first. Okay. I was 31 and I'm proud of that. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's but, not it, bad. you know, it gives you your age and then it says I'm over worried. I think it must say that to everybody. Uh, did it say that to you too? Yeah. Okay. So what What'd you get? Mine is 14. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not. It's 35. It's 35. <laughs> but I feel like, honest, honestly, in life, I feel like I have the most fun when I'm hanging out with my kids. Not because they're my kids, but I mean like the age group. I'm like, what's up, guys? Like, I feel like one of the kids. My body don't. They're like, let's scamper off. And I'm like, hold on. Ow, hold up. Let me, give me, let me stretch first. Hold up. You know? But that's how I feel. I feel like I'm a teenager. It's where you vibe the most, huh? Yeah. Do yeah. they like you hanging no, out with them? They, no, they don't, because I still look not like a teenager, you know? So what was the underlying word? What did you, what was yours? You said 35? Yeah, 35 and over-worried. What over-worried. was yours? I'm dying Mine's 41 and oh sophisticated. <laughs> sophisticated? You do have kind of an old soul, you know what I mean? I, I guess. I can tell. 
I can it's tell. those Gen Zers. Yeah, they're old people just they trapped are. in youthful bodies. They're like our great grandparents. Yeah, hey, I hate returned. to say it, but half of them are dumb. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the Gen Zers. Half of them are dumb. dumb. I can't believe you got 41. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is weird. You're older than us. See? You always want what you don't have. You're young. You want to be old. We're old. We want to be young. Yeah. That's how it was. I can remember as a teen, just, I can't wait till I'm adult so I can do adult things. And then about five years in, you're like, this sucks. I want to go back to high school. You know? I was like, this is dumb. This just proves it, though, Brandon. Older people are more fun. If you want to go take this mental test for yourself, go to a real me. Just type it into Google. You'll find it. I didn't feel like I found the real me. The old C-19 is giving the criminals new excuses. Yeah. Instead of, it's not mine, they seem to blame it on the whole pandemic. There's this guy. He got pulled over for drunk driving. He was driving a van with two missing tires. <laughs> two missing tires. Somebody saw him zipping down the highway with front and back tires missing. So he had one on what? one in the one tire in the front, one in the back. Wow! It was <laughs> he had blown out the tires and just kept going. Yeah, don't need them. He They're went more for, of a luxury. He went for about ten miles. He claimed he only had two beers, but he was twice the legal legal limit. Now here's the excuse he gave: the <laughs> he went to court the next day and he tried to blame it on COVID. He tested positive the next day after the arrest, so his lawyer is sticking up for him, claiming that he was cloudy headed. Because of COVID, and that affected his decision. Yeah. And that's why he drove. Yeah, he was like double cloudy. <laughs> yeah. You know, a little booze, a little COVID. <laughs> the court didn't buy it. They fined him $350. That's it. And they suspended his license for 17 months. That's it. Wow. wow. Sounds like he got off pretty lucky. For driving on your rims. Here's my Drunk. thing. Nothing against judges or anybody who makes that kind of thing, but if you've got a guy that's willing to drive around without tires... Do you think he cares if he actually has a driver's license or not? You know, you suspend it for 17 months. Do you think he cares? He don't even care about tires. No, he'll keep driving. Yeah. He'll keep on trucking. Running amok. <laughs> he should have said, it wasn't my van. Then then the court might have bought it, you know? Yeah. Health adventure update. Update, update. I, I don't even want to talk about this right now. I think it's important to let the people know. If you don't want to talk about something, usually that means you need to. Yeah. How are you feeling, Amy? I'm feeling good. It's it's a long recovery. I'm I can't believe that I'm still in pain. I'm just ready for that to go. Yeah. I, feel I keep you. taking myself off of the ibuprofen. Yeah. And then I have to go right back on. Ugh. Well it's super annoying. It's a long healing recovery. It's a long recovery. Yeah. You know, as they say, that will happen on them bigger jobs. Yeah, true. <laughs> How are you doing, Brandon? Uh don't talk to me. How about you, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I'm doing quite well. I uh, I got back last week, well, this week, I guess you would say, from uh, the Niagara on Monday. So I didn't work out Monday. However, I went every day this week. It's cool. Neat story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I, I'm staying consistent. Well, we hate you. If I was half my age, I'd probably go to the gym, too. <laughs> I'm going back as soon as I can. Yeah. I uh, I haven't been in a couple of weeks. One, it's been kind of busy and hectic. And two... I'm still waiting for my plantar fasciitis to go away. Like, my foot actually got better and then worse, and then it's kind of on a a better swing right now, and I'm afraid to re-injure it. Even though I go play softball, somebody pinch runs for me, so I don't really have to run. But now a new flare-up is my hamstrings. My moons over my hammy are are hurting, and I'm like, 
come on, seriously, I just want to like, I've never wanted to run so much in my life, ever, seriously, I swear. Just because you can't. Yeah, because you can't. Now I want to go like, I just want to frolic, you know? Yeah. You want to frolic and I play f- the Eskimo I want to be able to frolic. Get some pep you know? in your step. Yeah. Well, you know, but no. That's so, a bummer. I've been walking two miles every other day. And then with the non-workout comes like, uh, well, F it. I'm just going to eat everything kind of attitude. And I, I haven't quite done that, but I've had some sketchy meals that I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Darn it. Hey, you've been doing good. You even turned down a monster biscuit the other I day. I did. You're, I was like, hey, Brandon, yep. tomorrow should I bring in some Hardee's, some and breakfast? That's, what, that's my like, weakest nope. rink. And I love monster biscuits. I said, no. I've seen you have your isogenic shake and snack. Yeah, yeah that's it. Well, I've been hitting her pretty hard for the diet this week. Um, recently, remember I was on testosterone, right? So I went, but I had to go off of the testosterone because if I'm going to get Menards hooked back up, <laughs> I can't be on testosterone apparently. So I'm like, dang it, I just got on that stuff. But there is approved testosterone that is better for my hemoglobins or whatever that make me uh, baby making the juice better. Wonderful. So, nice. There you go. Okay. There's my health. Well. We need to do better, Brent or Dylan. You're doing a great job. Yeah, thanks for setting uh, you know the role there, the yeah. role model. If you will. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm losing weight. I've been lifting a lot on top of doing some cardio and stuff. So I think if uh, if I'm doing this right, it's going to balance out a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, whatever. Here yep. we are. Oh. There's an ice cream brand based in Kansas City. It's called Belfonte. They issued a recall for a flavor named Chocolate to Die For. Mm. Because it could actually kill you. Wait, no, I'm out now. I don't want chocolate to die for if that's what it does. You don't want? Do you it want sounds, extra chocolate? It sounds really good. It'd be like, yeah, give me two scoops. and then, But it can actually kill you. Oh, wait, hold on. Never mind. Well, for people that have peanut allergies, apparently it has peanuts in it. Oh, I'm good then. Backed up to two scoops. But no, seriously, that that's real. That could yeah. actually kill somebody. Well, yeah. especially without warning them. You know what I mean? It's what, So what if it does? I'm not allergic to peanuts. I can eat it. But hey, on the same token, though, a lot of those places that prepare food in like environments where there are peanuts present, like normally yeah. you kind of know, like you got to know that if you're allergic to that kind of thing, because like yeah. like ice creams that do have nuts and peanuts and stuff in it, yeah. like it's going to be in the same area. So yeah. what if they use the same scoop? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. Yeah. And me, I don't like nuts in anything. Like me neither. Like I wouldn't even <laughs> buy that stuff. Me and Brandon do not like nuts in our dessert. We have visited this topic. Yeah, we actually did talk. You about put this. nuts in brownies. I'm out. Yeah, no, same here. Exactly don't even want to eat said. around it. Nobody puts nuts in desserts. Ridiculous. We we hash this out. I have some family members that do that. Mm-mm. And they have to make, like, if they do a chocolate cake with nuts in it or brownies, they have to do half with, half without. Well, it's like, but why, though? You yeah. know what I mean? What's funny about that is they'll go to the store purposely to buy the nuts to put in their thing. I Just know. save yourself the trip. Don't put the nuts in the brownies. And nuts yeah. are expensive. Put yeah. them on the side. It's nuts. Quit killing people. But anyways, don't buy Belfonte's chocolate to die for ice cream. If you're allergic to nuts. Or don't like them. It's prank call Friday, and Dylan wanted to prank call one of his friends who just bought a Harley, right? Yeah, that's right. He just got it uh, two days ago. Nice. What kind is it? Uh, I'm not even sure. It's like a Sportster or something like that. I don't know. I'm not not a Harley expert either. I'm not totally sure. Is he a big guy or a little guy? Uh, He's about... He's probably six foot tall. Like your size? No, I'm taller than he is oh. by a little bit. But yeah. yeah. So he's yeah, getting about, rally about ready, huh? my build, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's nice. ready for the rally. Nice. Cool. Well, what are we, we going to do? Well, we got Matt Foley here. And uh, who are you going to be, Matt? I think uh, today I'm going to be Jack. 
me off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Officer me off. I'm going to give out. him a call. All right, just go ahead and dial up the number. I've got my notes here, uh, and I got a photo of the motorcycle as well. And what's his name again? Caden. Caden. <laughs> Hopefully he answers. Hello? Uh, yeah, hey, is, uh, is this Clayton, uh, Caden Clapperich? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Jack, and uh, did you recently purchase a, a Harley? Uh, cannot confirm nor deny um, is it Jack Meehawk, No, <laughs> that'd be a weird name. No, it's not. Uh, it's actually Johnson. But uh, any, anyways, um, I need to ask you a, a couple of questions, uh, if that's all right. All right. All right. Uh, so if you did happen to purchase a bike, I've got uh, a photo here. Um, and uh, th- this is some serious stuff here. Uh so, anyways, uh, about the bike, do you do you know what year the bike is that you got? Twenty fifteen. Uh, twenty fifteen. Oh, now it's kind of a. Is it a pearly cream looking color? Sure is. Did it have a wrap on the pipes, like a heat wrap? Tan grips. Uh-huh. Oh, did it have a? This ain't good. Did you? Did it have cross stitching on the seat? Maybe. So, uh, may- maybe or it either does or it don't you know it's cre- it, i think it's white but okay um i don't know well i uh i think i might have a match here i, I might have to uh uh come and look at it. i regret to inform you that the bike was involved in a sex trafficking crime where it was used in a horribly wrong situation and possibly stolen god okay. these, these photos of the situation that bike was in is just horrifying uh never seen anything like that <laughs> i don't even know where you find pictures like that but anyways is there a way i could meet up with you and possibly the bike i might have to uh confiscate that thing yeah brandon jones i just say uh, i'd never heard of that guy <laughs> but uh anyway <laughs> well Can't fool him. you suck yeah well that didn't work <laughs> and i'm not playing i'm not playing tonight when it pops up on my phone, home size media. Oh, Son of a French toy! <laughs> this is Officer Meoff. I don't know how you knew my name, Jack. <laughs> no, but anyways, so nice bike, though. Dylan was showing us some photos of it. Looks pretty cool. Great, thank you. Yeah, so if you need somebody to ride it that really knows how to ride, let me know. <laughs> All right. Well, you All have right. fun. You have fun doing whatever you got going on today. Yeah, see ya. See ya. It's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Elon Musk canceled his bid to purchase Twitter. Considering he has 10 kids, it's nice to see him finally pull out of something. Yeah, he also says he will expand childcare benefits at his companies. Probably because he fathered most of them. Sean Mendez suspended his tour to focus on mental health. I don't have a joke here. Just wanted to give an FYI to Kanye. For sure. A new show called Claim to Fame premiered on ABC last night. The first episode was just Kim Kardashian pointing to her downtown. Hmm, hmm. Pete Davidson says his dream is to be a father. 
The only thing standing in his way is a woman not wanting a kid who looks like Pete Davidson. <laughs> Staten Island's finest. Johnny Depp disses Amber Heard in a song on his new album. It's easy enough to find. It's track number two. Uh-huh. I've heard it's the hashtag me poo album. And finally, Britney Spears thinks there's too many documentaries being made about her. And now, now that she said that, there's a documentary being made about Britney Spears' reaction to those documentaries. Hmm. You gotta Sounds watch legit. it. Gotta get caught up here. And that is the cat is out of the bag! Who let him in here? I'm glad to be here. I think I did, honestly. I, I'm, I'm going to admit to the guilt right now. I let him in. I like listening to his advice. I don't mind having don't. him in here. We, I don't like it. Just so you know, Amy, me and Dylan turned a new leaf. And I'm not saying like we're best friends with Dr. BJ, but we're more accepting of his presence. I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you. What about you, Amy? Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm Do not you with appreciate him. my presence? I don't. Especially it's not your, what you said the other night. Your smell. Did you shrink? Like, I did. You look shorter. I. Uh, it's the chair. I think Brandon <laughs> gave me the chair that's dropping. This is great, isn't it? You smell like a wet noodle. I just seem to get further and further away from the microphone. Are we ready for some love advice? Sure, yeah, bring it on. Well, fire it up! I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Good morning. I won't talk about sandwiches this week, I promise, maybe. But I will talk about endless love. (laughs) I love endless love. But look, ladies and gentlemen, if you have the love of your life, cool, that's great. As much as I love love, and I do love love, I don't care to scroll through my social media and see how awesome your loved one is. Oh, my husband just mowed the lawn after a long day at work, then came in and made me dinner, booked me a massage, and then took me out for dessert, and blah, blah, blah. It's almost like you're trying to cover for their lack of being so good somewhere else. (laughs) Cool! He can mow your lawn and dessert and stuff. That's cool, but (laughs) hey, if he can't do the other stuff, how good is he? And if it's not there, it's not there, you know? (laughs) I'm Dr. BJ. If loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. When you think about your favorite go-to fast food burger, what comes to your mind? One, two, three. Five guys. Mm. Five guys? Is that fast food? I think it counts as fast food, but honestly, I mean, it's so fresh. I suppose it's kind of like fast food, like a Jimmy John's or a Subway or even a, what's that, Uh, whatever. Those kind of places. They're not necessarily drive-through, but you can come in, get your sandwich made. In and out pretty quick, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Five Guys is good. And then my runner-up would be Wendy's. I've never been to a Five Guys. Are you kidding me? Get out of the studio right now. sorry, okay. You've never (laughs) been to a Five Guys? Yeah, I've never been there. Their burgers are good, and you can get these french fries tossed in a Cajun sauce. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they're definitely french fries that you can't get anywhere else. No, so good. Well, that's good. So Amy's loves Five Guys, but I would say mine is probably Hardee's. Hardee's, you go there, you get the Monster Burger. Uh, I think it's the Frisco Burger. Is like just a patty with Mott's cheese and a slice of tomato. Some weird bread. My it's favorite really is not Five Guys. No? Wendy's. Oh. Or Sonic. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wendy's. Wendy's is good, too, but the square patty does have my heart. Wendy's is right up there because I got real bacon. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I guess I didn't know restaurants used fake bacon. Well, I feel like when you go to the other ones, and I won't name their names, but like McDonald's and stuff, it feels like it's fake bacon. You try to take a bite and it just stays. Yeah. You're like, oh, I want to. You can't saw it's it. It's like half. rubber cement. It's like microwave bacon. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. fake. It's probably realish, but it's like it's not. It's real. not the same. It's not the same. No. What about White Castle? I've never eaten a White yeah, Castle. Yeah. No Are idea. you? kidding me right now hi arizona chick i'm sorry we're from vegas South Dakota. have you ever been to vegas well, yeah, yeah but i never was like hey we're in vegas let's go eat fast food no you gotta go get white castle <laughs> i had an in and out in vegas but not a white castle i do like in and out burgers <laughs> they're good i've had, I've had in and out but yeah uh, a lot of good burger places but we can probably if we were all the three of us we'd say wendy's yeah yeah for, for the three of us yeah. we had to come to a census and it's not on this list neither is mcdonald's what which is d- does not shock me because d- i think mcdonald's I burgers are nasty yeah mcdonald's like the flavor everything seems good i just don't like the way i feel afterwards i feel like i ate fake meat or like you, you know? said the other day you feel like you need an oil change then. yeah like you're I just all gummed change. up i feel gummed up i gotta wear my fat pants the next day after yeah? that fatter pants <laughs> what's on the list uh, see, we got White Castle and Crystal. They're basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Burger King, Whataburger, Smash Burger, oh, In and Out, Carl's Jr., Red Robin, Shake Shack, and Five Guys. See, I don't. Huh. So Five Guys the, is on the list. Yeah, but it's supposed to be fast food. Red Robin's is sit down restaurant. Yeah, you know, it's you actually go in and sit down and order a whole meal Red and stuff. Robin. You know, it's not a fast food joint. They got free fries. Yeah, well, it's no shock oh, that man. McDonald's isn't on there. This hour, we've been on the topic of fast food burgers, and we went over a list of the top most craved fast food burgers in the country. Yeah. And McDonald's was not on the list. So sorry. I believe it. And so that seems to be the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today. Top five reasons nobody craves McDonald's hamburgers. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five, Fifty Shades of Grey shouldn't be used to describe a meat patty. Number four, those little pieces of onion look like nail trimmings. Gross. Number three, whoever salts them sets their shaker to hypertension. Number two, heat lamp isn't a flavor. And finally, number one, top five reasons nobody craves McDonald's hamburgers. There's 90% buns like Kim Kardashian. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. First of all, if you have a story that you would like for us to share, go ahead and send it in. You can either send it to Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. We love to receive stories from you, especially about teachers. And this one in particular was sent in by Sarah, and millions of people are crying happy tears over this story. There's this couple that they've been dating for about, uh, it says here, seven months now. And her name is Lee. She was upset because she had lost her mother when she was seven years old. And she was sad because, you know, that that part in her life where you get to introduce the love of your life to your mom, that was, that was missing for her. So she was upset that that never happened. Well, one day they were looking through some photo albums. And they picked up this particular photo album, opened it up, and on the very first page was a picture. It was a class picture of Thomas. And the teacher in the picture was Lee's mom. Gives you chills, right? So it turns out that Thomas actually had met her mom. And wow, just goosebumps just 
just sharing this story again. But they decided to make a video about it, put it on TikTok, and it has since gone viral, of course. Millions and millions of people across the world are just amazed by this story. And I wanted to share this story because I say this a lot, that teachers are not just teachers. Teachers are parents. Teachers are sons and daughters. Teachers are grandparents. So this particular teacher was a mother sending a little wink from the universe or wherever she was, and it brought so much joy to this couple that may live the rest of their lives together. Teachers impact us in many ways. This time, a teacher touched these hearts from wherever she is now, and that's pretty special. Again, send your Tuesday teacher spotlights to Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. Thank you to all the teachers out there. We love you. It's a feel-good moment. With a grin and a thumbs up and help from family and friends, a World War II veteran, 96-year-old Bob Brocklehurst, took off from Tampa in a P-51 Mustang, similar to those he flew in the war. Once he was up in the air, he was surrounded by memories. I went back and landed that rascal. True story. Made me feel right at home. It's just like putting the car in the garage. You do it without thinking. He got to test a few of his tricks, even did a loop. We're all clear for a loop, are we? Even a barrel roll, and he did it with skill. You are amazing. You are the man. Bob served nearly 30 years in the Army, later the Air Force. 96 years old, flying an airplane similar to the one he flew in World War II. In this story, it's hard to decide what we treasure most here. Is it the airplane or is it Bob? I would have to put my vote in for Bob. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.